Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. That was the most enthusiastic I think you've actually ever been. Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> Plot twist. On the 100th episode, we become a WWE podcast. Um, okay. Move over all Max Fun shows. Yeah. Uh, Fuck it. We're all of them now. <laughs> we have consumed you like Kirby, and we are now all of you. But we, are, more... we are holding down. We are <laughs> swallowing them and not releasing them. <laughs> have you played Smash at all? I don't have a Switch. I'm changing my Christmas gift for you right now. <laughs> this is so unacceptable. You just spent $300 on a Christmas gift for me. <laughs> just so I could play Smash. Listen, whatever. How, I mean, listen, how are those good fights? Um, are you you punching good? Uh, there's just... so many anime boys. Um, a lot of them that I did not know, and there's so many versions of Twink Link Ugh. that it's yes. I I've never gotten over it. Yeah. I didn't grow up playing Smash just because I was an only well, child, and so sure. uh, that's just embarrassing for a lot of people. Like, listen, I did play Monopoly and Moncala by myself, but like Smash, <laughs> um, that costs money. Um, <laughs> you played Moncala by yourself. I played so my whole thing. life was based on playing Moncala by myself. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> My, that oh my was God. that was every weekend at my dad's house was just like, oh, I'm going to just play Moncala by myself. Okay, but you playing against yourself in board and or just like games is the most Gemini thing about you. <laughs> it's literally that Pixar short of the, the man in the park. <laughs> yeah, just like then you get up and you sit yep. down in the chair. <laughs> That's you. I know. I know. I, I mean, read the with it. is uncanny. I, listen, we both take a lot of vitamins. <laughs> we both eat dinner at three o'clock. Like, I get, like, oh saying, listen, I've never said I wasn't an old man in disguise. You know what I mean? That's um, true. Like, that you is the Tilda game. Swinton in Suspiria. <laughs> oh, my Christ. That movie is the most. Um, yes. So, hi. Welcome to Into the Twilight. Um, this is the hundredth episode? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, Richard? Like, I don't... <laughs> when did this happen? I'm actually furious. I, How did you all let this happen? I, I don't understand why you all keep encouraging us, both by being complicit, but also the vague notions of, like, shouting encouragement through the internet air. <sighs> um, but alas... didn't have to go this far. I Cody didn't but want it to it go happen. this far. <laughs> But we're making money, and so, <laughs> alas, we persist. Um, Bonfire.com slash get-bit, get your merch, Christmas time. But for real, though. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hi, welcome to this episode. It's fucking off the rails, um, and who knows yeah. what kind of 
accent guest appearances might arise. So, yes, there's been so much in the past two years. So much hell. You know, like, we've really yeah, tracked this. That. <laughs> we, we've really <laughs> used this as a coping mechanism against the administration, even though it wasn't meant to be a political act in the beginning. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But alas, here we are. And yet, it still ended up being our own personal torture. <laughs> For real. <laughs> um, yep. Our, you know, it's your own personal hell. Welcome to Into the Twilight. Um, yeah, baby. <laughs> Cody, how the <laughs> hell are you today? <laughs> Manic. <laughs> it's just another manic <laughs> Thursday, you know what I mean? You know. Hey, when it comes out, it's Monday, so really every Monday is a manic Monday. We are officially taking that as our rebrand. Like, hi. Why are we coming up with so many slogans in the 100th episode of this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what happens? I don't know. But it it is always a manic Monday when this comes out, if I'm being honest. Mondays are always a scramble for control. This has been a wild week. Um, and I can't believe that when this comes out, we are like officially on that Christmas creep as well. Um, <laughs> like we keep teasing it, but she's here. But she is here. Um, I went to go pick up packages from my leasing office because they were like, hey, you got something that arrived. And then I forgot that I did most of my Christmas shopping like two weeks ago. And so everything was here. Legit had to take multiple trips. There were like 10 boxes in there. My, my, my landlord was like, what do you do? Like, what? Are you now an influencer that gets all these PR packages? It's like, nope, I just paid for all of these things. I'll just leave now. I have 40 pounds of fit tea. <laughs> oh, never. Um, never. But listen, I do like tea. I finally bit the bullet and got um, a kettle for my classroom so that I can have tea throughout the whole day. Um, not wow. detox tea, because I don't need that in my life Um, fuck that shit exactly um but just actual tea and I gotta say I miss being able to have access to warm things throughout the whole day so it's probably one that would have been one of the best choices I've ever made plus my kids just stare at the kettle like they love watching the water boil (laughs) it's the weirdest shit I've ever seen kids are so weird (laughs) listen I on accident on Monday we I needed something to play my homeroom. Um, and I was like, hmm, I could do that Netflix fireplace thing. But last time they were kind of spooked by, like, the cracking and popping and stuff. And so I accidentally um, went on to Hulu. And I was like, perfect. I know they have some ambient stuff on there. And then sure. it just ended up being ASMR. Um and I felt it was the equivalent of, like, accidentally showing a sex scene in my classroom. I was like, nope, 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 nope. You all enjoyed this way too much. I'm going to stop, and we're going to watch Planet Earth instead. Um, this is awful. Um, they- True life, I accidentally made my class of 13-year-olds horny, and they didn't know why. <laughs> Listen, I accidentally gave my kids the crinkle tinkles, and I didn't mean to, um, Listen, but Hulu did kids, it. your adolescence is a wild time. <laughs> Sometimes you, you just know. listen. Sometimes you just listen to paper on wrapping paper or scissors on wrapping paper, and you just lose it. You know what I mean? Um, Sometimes you hear someone pretend to cut your hair, and you feel things. <laughs> listen. Sometimes you just pretend you have the plague, you know, and it just does something for you. 
I will never get over that YouTube video. It's so good. I just feel like Timothy Chalamet like watches it all the time. Yeah, like, that's just like his method. I know. It's just like I that's am the him, sick like, boy while filming for Little Woman. <laughs> yes, I just feel like that is his eternal mood on there. Um, yeah. I don't get crinkle tinkles if I'm being honest. Um, sure. But if you were an asthma video, Cody, what what would you be? <laughs> oh God, I uh, I don't listen or watch ASMR, so I'm really do I, I don't know I don't know the culture. I don't, but I feel like it'd be one of those where it's like just like Trisha Paytas eating a bowl of Chipotle. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> like Fair. it's not really. Um, I feel like the only thing that's close enough to what I get with crinkle tinkles is um like the sound of an airplane um like being on an airplane and like you know like just the ambient noise that comes from that of like all the air and like the sure all that shit I don't know that I feel like is the closest thing so it would either be some sort of like on an airplane ASMR um or someone just not fucking school supplies um fucking with school supplies (laughs) Not again. This can't keep happening to me. <laughs> oh, God. Um, you know, just, like, touching some paper clips and shit. I don't know. What is ASMR even? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Can somebody tell us? I, and listen, we talk about, like, BDSM every episode, and yet we, you know, don't understand the complexities of ASMR. We uh, don't know anything. If you haven't learned that... I mean, true. ...from this, we... We don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, but neither do the people that write the stories we read. So it's just kind of... That's true. Um, which gives us the perfect vehicle to critique them. Hi, welcome to Into the Twilight. We don't know anything. Um, yeah. But we're experts nonetheless. Of yeah. what? Not sure yet, but we did make buttons. Yeah. So. Yes. We have, we have some things for our current events this week. Um... The first thing that I want to touch on with you is, you know, just a good old Fickle Fish Films update. Um, Hell yeah. One of the things that I, I don't know why it took me this long, years, to notice this. <laughs> um, do you, have you ever wondered what the fish is in that, Cody? No. Oh. I mean, I guess I've wondered it. I just haven't thought hard enough <laughs> to care. I, oh. I just threw my fidget away. Um, oh. Pause the podcast. Um, I It's over. It's done. <laughs> so done. Um, I was reading some shit on Tumblr for business, as you do. All right. Um, I know. It's gone now. Um, I can't believe we put all this work into it. Um, it's just all those nipples. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. All those feminine nipples. <laughs> just, you know. Too many female presenting nipples. Um, yeah, God. So I realized when I was looking at someone's comment that they said the fickle fish films part of it relates to, like, religion. You know, like how fish is always Jesus or whatever. Oh, like the, yes. Yeah. Yes, because, like, drawing the fish in the sand or whatever is like, yeah, you're cool. We know what's up. Exactly. And also Christian Mingle and also all of Christianity, I guess. What if her, nope. Hold on. What if her... What if God was one of us? (laughs) 
every time. Every time. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, you never learn. I don't. I don't. I never learn. Um, what if her production company, instead of being called Fickle Fish Films, was just called Christian Mingle Films? Because that's basically what it is. Is that anything? Hey, listeners, is that is that anything? Um, workshop it. Let me. Tapping on the mic. <laughs> tweeted out yesterday um, that they wanted to have another celebration of the 10th anniversary of Twilight. The reason being that um, before it had been pushed up to November 21st, the original day um, was December 12th. And they even committed to the bit so much that it was on their first posters for release, which I don't know that I've ever noticed before. That's crazy. It's pretty wild um, to make like a a jump that much. Um, right. But just, you know, another shout out to the 10th anniversary of something that, you know, is trash, but I love yeah. personally. This thing has turned 10. Yeah. Hundreds of times. <laughs> so every year, every year it's the 10th anniversary. <laughs> At least in my heart it is. There is some Fifty Shades of Grey updates for us in this space. Yes. One is... This Desi web series that's coming out called Marry Me, Stranger. And I'm looking at this article from IWM Buzz. And I have a few questions, I think, just right off the bat. Sure, sure, sure. Um, The reason how this got onto our radar is that the main character here um, is supposed to be modeled and inspired from Christian Grey. And that gives me so many anti-crinkle tinkles. I'm nervous by the look, and I'm scared by the look. Yeah, I hate it. Um, But this man in this photo is is definitely giving off some Christian Grey vibes, I would say. If only yeah, for like he's got the, the scowl. Smolder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um and I'm very interested in seeing this like deviation from the all black and white outfits of Christian. Um yeah. is, he's got a nice pop of color. Exactly. He's uh, got a little coral blazer going on. And like a turquoise handkerchief. Like yeah. damn. Um but I'm I'll keep this on our radar, mainly just because I want to know how the reception goes for this personally sure um and the idea that they want to keep on this romantic thriller thing and they're looking at 50 shades of gray as one of the biggest inspirations for that yeah yikes is all i have to Mm -hmm. say well i guess here's my question for you which one would you like to do next 2018 or our quiz uh 2018 baby you want to tell me about it i do please listen it's been a great, the year's almost up. Yes. And the year of which we know is 2018. Yes. Formally known as 2018, but formally, informally known as 2018. Exactly. By everyone on Twitter.com. Yes. 
that it lived up to that name. Absolutely. This year. Yeah, I mean, I remember when Haley Kiyoko tweeted that out, and we were like, uh, <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> like, yeah. yes, it and, is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Rally the forces. She could tell me to do anything, and I'd be like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I saw her in concert, I almost said in theaters, what the fuck? Um, when I saw her in concert, I was so enamored, and I was like, yep, I would lay down my life for you. Um, so, <laughs> I get it, yeah. We're all part of the Haley Kiyoko fan club, whether you have gotten the email or not. Um, yeah. Um, and so, we had some some moments this year. Yes. Of 2018. One of them, which is why this came into our little news corner, is uh, the rom-com holiday thing that uh, Casey was doing, which we've talked about. But, like, just thank God. It's one of the best ways to wrap up this year, I think. God. But I just want it now. Agreed. Because now I'm finally feeling the holiday spirit, Mm -hmm. and it would really help if I had Kristen Stewart in the holiday rom-com. Listen, all I'm saying is I am a diehard fan of Vanessa Hudgens. Okay. I started to watch The Princess Switch on Netflix last yeah. night, and I fell asleep. Yeah. Now, does it take a lot for me to fall asleep? Absolutely not. But uh-huh. I love Vanessa Hudgens, and I was completely enamored, yeah. and that movie was trash. So all I'm saying yeah. is Netflix, stop. Be better. Be better. Be gayer is all I'm going to say. I really wanted to watch The Princess Switch Did solely you? because... Oh, okay, I didn't really. I was. I thought about it <laughs> because A, Vanessa Hudgens yes. is great. Um, and B, one of the, the two Vanessa Hudgenses is supposedly from Chicago. Oh, she is. And the reason you know that is because she's got a baseball hat that is embroidered with the word Chicago on the front. Yep, and she <laughs> never takes it off. Good. No, it's <laughs> just stapled to her forehead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could not get through it for the main reason of her pretend English-ish accent yeah. is the worst thing. And I again, I love her. It's just, it's not. It's not anything. Um, yeah. So we need gayer holiday movies is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I'm glad that that was announced. I also think I saw a couple of updates that the Charlie's Angels remix what? Remake? Whatever. Uh, the remix. Welcome. Welcome to the space. Um, just finished filming, and so that is becoming more and more of a reality as the days go on, yeah. which I love. <sighs> Great. We have a quiz in honor of it being our 100th episode, just to kind of tie things back. And rather than it being a Twilight quiz itself... Um, we have a Fifty Shades of Grey quiz here. Yes. From Brainfall, it's how many shades of grey are you? I hope I'm zero. I hope, yeah, I hope I'm, I hope I'm none. There are ten questions. What's the least amount? (laughs) Negative, hopefully. Um, so this first question is, what is your favorite thing to do with rope? I like to jump rope. Tying up a friend. Being tied up. (laughs) Or, I like the feel of it against my skin. I Off to a great start. None is none in option. <laughs> I haven't jumped rope since, I think, that fucking... What was that jump rope Disney movie? Jesus oh, Christ. With, um, uh, with Laporte on Blue or whatever. Yeah, um, fuck. Oh, uh, it was just literally called Jump In. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, jump rope? <laughs> the movie? 
<laughs> Double Dutch? Yep, exactly. Um, now, here's a question for you. Um, jump yeah. in the movie with Le Cordon Bleu. Um, what... <laughs> stop. <go. laughs> no, you stop. Um, listen, I love Corbin Bleu. Um, what is the tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes for this? Don't look, just guess. Oh, do you want me to guess? Yes, I want you to guess. Uh, I'm gonna say, like, a cool 40. Okay. And do you think that that's similar or different to the audience opinion? Probably the audience might like it a little better, maybe? So, the tomato meter on this, (laughs) this film, this film, um, from (laughs) two- this piece of art from 2007 criterion release um <laughs> has a 50% on rotten tomatoes okay um and 61% of the audience liked it all right i wasn't far off yeah exactly so that's just hey you know take that to your next dinner party um yeah so here's the thing i'm going to say i like to jump rope i hate jump roping so We'll Listen, I'll I'll be the jump rope defender here. Okay, right. Thank you. Um, what's our next? I, I mean, I had to do it for a musical, so hey. We're doing Ugh, God. Um, can you tell me the next question, please? Yeah. How do you feel about flowers? Love them, hate them, or meh? Where's the option of I like seeing them, but they smell gross, and why does no one talk about that? I I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll save that for another day. Um. <laughs> Okay. Oh, this next question's your nightmare. <laughs> I don't. I'm personally. I. Um. Okay. So this question is: Do you like wearing masks? And it has photos on each of these options. So the first one is: Yes, I love Halloween. No, masks are silly. With this stock photo of this child with her finger with her up to her lips and wearing a mask, which is terrifying. It's like. <laughs> yes. Uh, don't tell. Don't. Ooh. Um, the next one is I love playing adult games with masks or masks scare me. <laughs> if you're new to this podcast, Allie's deathly afraid of masks. It's it's not a joke how much I hate masks. Um, they legitimately terrify me. I don't like them and I don't understand them. Um, <laughs> so gross. So that's easy. <laughs> Next question. Yes. Next question. Do you like being bossed around? I hate it. Only in the bedroom. Yes, all the time. Sure, but there are times when I might scream back. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Now, I'm interested in this last question of, I mean, sure, I don't mind having any authority, but I do have a very complex relationship with it um, where I might just scream back at any time. The word scream is a fun choice here. <laughs> it's just, it paints a strong picture. Now, this, oh, Cody, yeah. this next question um, is so important to me. Uh, <laughs> it asks, what do the letters BDSM stand for? Oh. <laughs> okay, the first option, <laughs> Buffalo, Dallas, Seattle. <laughs> Minneapolis, which obviously BDSM has been a code for the USA this whole time. It's just cities. It's just major airport hubs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Please say the next one. Um, the next one is 
bandage <laughs> dominatrix <laughs> submission manly. <laughs> oh. um, and then the last one is the actual definition for BDSM. Oh my god. I mean, bandage, dominatrix, <laughs> submission, man. That's, I mean, listen, we didn't even need to work for the title, you know? Like, that's so important. To... We got it. Oh, oh Christ. Well, Cody, I'm interested in hearing about this question. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. What was the last thing you did to deserve a spanking? I was mean to someone. I was naughty. I begged for it. Where's the option of don't touch me? Ever. <laughs> For real. Get away from me. Don't it's, even look at me. I love <laughs> This photo that they have of a belt on here, too, is the most rusted belt I've ever seen. Don't ever it's put that blue. near my ass. <laughs> like, that thing has mold on it. Don't put that near my body. Ugh. Oh, my God. Um, um, I hate all of this. I mean, the I mean, the most realistic thing is I was mean to somebody. So I mean, whatever. <laughs> like I'm mean to people all the time. Yeah, it's just it's not a surprise. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, question seven: Are you comfortable sharing your desires with your significant other? I have some wishes I won't share. We talk about everything, or I'm never comfortable talking about my <laughs> desires. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Listen, what are you, my therapist? (laughs) The only thing I can imagine is, so I sent Cody this, what I thought was a hilarious tweet earlier today about just dragging (laughs) cancers through the mud. When I think about a vine that represents cancers the most, um, it's gotta be the one of the guy just saying, okay, (laughs) in the the forest. That's just how I feel about cancers. Yeah. Oh, Cody. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Allie. Yeah. What is a safe word? (laughs) Words I can say around children. A password to an adult site. (laughs) A word used when I need to lighten the play load. Which. What? That last sentence is the worst thing I've ever Listen, That's I can a tell. Sentence. Listen, Jared, this meeting's get a little bit too heavy, so let's just pineapple this up. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, but like businesses should use safe words. <laughs> <laughs> businesses should use safe words when they're all trying to use acronyms in a meeting and nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. They're all just Listen, trying to sound. None smart. of us are consenting to capitalism, so like, let's just fucking go for it. I mean. That's the real to establish shit. some boundaries, okay? <laughs> Listen, Bradley, can I be Jacob here for a second and just finally speak my truth? <laughs> I love the idea that I'm playing with that you use a safe word just like in context. Like it's not just like pineapple, 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 stop. <laughs> it has to be contextual. Yeah. Just in the I do love ugh. that you can just type you can just go to any porn site and just type in a safe word <laughs> and it's like you won. You got all the porn. Yep. It's, you just go to Pornhub and if you type in Rutabaga in enough spots, <laughs> you get the porn. Yeah. That's just how you do it. You have yeah. to be horny but also solve a riddle. 
(laughs) which sounds like a nightmare. Um, I'm obviously choosing the one which is words I can say around children. Um, Because... That's your whole That's job. my whole life is just an acclimation of understanding safe words, you know? Um, yeah. Just accumulating words I can say that are safe for children. Hey, Cody, what are <laughs> hard and soft limits? It has to do with food options. These are computer terms. <laughs> Things I will or will not do during an encounter or last... Duh, poker terms. <laughs> I just love the gall of these are computers. <laughs> like, what are they? What are they referencing from a computer? I don't know. It could be because <laughs> at least like food options. Sure, maybe you can have some hard limits that are like dietary restrictions. Softer limits, maybe things you don't like. Computers <laughs> don't. Yeah, I mean, I have hard and soft limits when it comes to my dietary restriction of, like, if you feed me gluten, I will be very, very sick. But if you feed me mayo, I will just never talk to you again. And so that's also, (laughs) I say it's a soft limit, but it pretty much is a hard limit. (laughs) Um, Like, physically soft, but emotionally hard. Yeah, like, the mayo's just a little too soft for me, and now I need to set up a boundary. Um, Oh, my God. I have an anti-mayo platform, all right? Um, No, I get it. I'm with you. So, here's the thing. Contrary to all these other ones, this has, like, this and BDSM are the only ones that have the real answer in here, which is not how a multiple choice works. (laughs) Um, It's fine. Just go with it. It's fine. Okay. Okay. All right. Final question. Oh, God. Okay. (sighs) I hate it. I hate it. What is your reaction to drawing blood when cut? It scares me. It fascinates me, but not in a sexual way. (laughs) It can turn me on if it happens during relations. Or it lets me know that playtime has gone too far. The fact that they use relations here (laughs) could just be like talking to someone on the bus and just starting to bleed. Like, what? (laughs) I love that they're like, Oh, this is fascinating. I'm not at all turned on by this, but I am intrigued. All <laughs> right. This is running to FBI. FBI agent around me. I am not sexually attracted to this. <laughs> but. Please. Yeah. All right. Why do I have to click so many things to get my result, though? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> What'd you get, bud? Um, I got 13. Shades of gray. <laughs> I got twenty six. <laughs> Does it still categorize you as pure vanilla? No, I'm a light gray. Okay. So Okay, tell me about pure vanilla. So mine says you are pure vanilla. For better or for worse, you're about as naughty as a Disney heroine. You have the odd moment of wondering what life would be like on the dark side, but it's not for you. You like your fun simple and uncomplicated. And then it says, not the result you wanted. See other results. <laughs> I Have they seen a Disney princess movie? Those, apparently not. Because um, no. those are all sex. So I don't know what they're talking about. Um, tell me about light gray, please. Yeah. 
you have your glimpses into the dark side of sensuality, but you almost, almost always retreat to the safe world in the end. <laughs> you like to flirt with danger, but you don't like being committed to it. Oh my god. Which, like, sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, you know? Listen. Um... Also, the cops are here because that's this quiz was the worst thing. Um, I have to, I have to throw away my computer. Now. These are my computer now has hard limits. Um, <laughs> your computer. Oh my god! Um, speaking of things that are absolutely ridiculous, we got a link sent to us on our Tumblr um, by a fantastic user and. The commentary on this link said this. This isn't really a question or anything. I just need y'all to know someone is looking to cosplay Bella Swan in the year of our Lord 2018, and it's beautiful. Wow. And the link was to a Depop post? Um, Listing. Listing. There you go. That said, 2019... Bella cosplay in search of with several different items and a lot of different Twilight hashtags. And all I want to know is where is this person going next year and when can I join? (laughs) And do you want to be friends? (laughs) And do you need someone there with you? Do you need a buddy? (laughs) Yes. The support system. Do you need someone who will discover the safe words and hard limits within your space? It's not me, but I will help you find someone. Um, I, I just think that this is quite pure, and I love it a lot. Um, so good luck on your journey, person. Um, and enjoy the space, I guess, and welcome and enjoy it. Yes. Um, we have two absolutely awful chapters to talk about this week. They're, like, real bad, y'all. Um, and I know, listen, hey, hey, I know, we say this every listen. week. Listen. But, we're not wrong. <laughs> hey, hey, we're never, hey, we're never wrong. Um, E.L. James is just progressively getting worse as a writer, and it's just embarrassing to read yeah. and have paid for. So where we left off with chapter 10, there was a lot of shit that happened with Jack Hyde, um, trying to, you know, kidnap and, and kill people and stuff. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And Christian coming back because he didn't want his wife to enjoy friend time. And this, these are things that still haven't been discussed between Christian and Anna. So when she arrived at the end of chapter 10, she saw Christian in his sex jeans um, and just kind of creepily saying, good to have you home. I've been waiting for you. And this is where chapter 11 starts, is this conversation between the two of them where Anna's trying to pretend that Christian's not sex on a stick. Um, because she wants to have a really serious conversation about the fact that he's been kind of an asshole to her um, yeah. for, for always, but especially lately. And so one of the first things that he mentions to her is him saying, I understand you have issues, Mrs. Gray. Really good start, Christian. Really great. Mm-hmm. 
And so immediately Anna wants to talk about why he flew back from New York, if it was because of Jack Hyde or because she went out to get drinks and he told her to never leave his home ever. And he is like, well, we could talk about this or we could just not. What if we had sex instead? Exactly. It's his go-to I'm move. wearing the jeans. Hey, this is I'm my cue to the you. Um, they have... You can't talk when I'm wearing these jeans. <laughs> I never wash these jeans. Can't you see the cum <laughs> on them? You know this is sex time, Anna. <laughs> God, do you think Mrs. Jones washes those jeans out? Oh, stop this. Does he just keep them in the play? Like, I have questions. Because if so, then they're sweaty, nasty jeans. And he's a dirty man. But if Mrs. Jones washes them, then she also touches his sex jeans a lot. And what does that say, you know? Think about it. Workshop it. Bring it back to me next week. So, what is awful about this is is so much stuff. Um, But Christian is trying to play the guilt card here of him being like... I've died a thousand deaths today thinking about what might have happened to you, Anna. Um, but also I'm pissed at you because you don't follow my rules. And that's just gross. <laughs> it's gross stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of things of Anna trying to be like, so can we just talk about this? Because, like, I'm your wife and not your employee. And so I don't have to do everything you tell me. Um, and then that's just not how it ends up happening. Um, because Christian just wants to have sex instead. Um, before they do that, though, his usual attempt of, like, you haven't eaten. Rah, 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 rah. So they try to yeah. eat first. And, Cody, I don't know about you, but when I think about a meal that really gets me going, really <laughs> gets me in the mood, really just... Ready to fuck? Yes. It's definitely the meal that he provides, um, which is lamb and yogurt sauce. Because, <laughs> sure. Listen, at least we're somewhat playing into, like, the rich boy fantasy. Finally. Right? Yeah. Like, fucking Jesus. It's been a thousand pages. Yes. And now we're like, oh, now he has money. <laughs> okay. Right. He can afford lamb. Yes, so he, like, blindfolds her and makes her eat one bite at a time um, in this, like, slow way. Like, he wants her to eat, but also to not eat too much. It's a weird, it's a weird thing happening there. Um, And so they finally go into the playroom. Has the wine already happened yet? Can we talk about the wine? we can. We can talk about the wine. Yes, please. Yes. (laughs) I can't stop thinking about it. While she's, like, blindfolded and they're, like, eating their meal or whatever. Yes. He drinks some wine. Yes. Tells her to, like, put her head back and open her mouth. And then he proceeds to feed her the wine like a baby bird. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the most vile thing I've ever... And, like, he does it repeatedly. It's not once. He just, like, keeps drinking it and then, like, spitting it in her mouth. Like... (laughs) I was I had blocked this out of my brain because it hurt me too much to think about. I just like he has to be making a mess, right? Like, 
everything. Like spit it up once. Yes. Well, he says, <laughs> right, he says that the, the reason she has a blindfold on is for the seduction purposes. It's yeah. mainly, though, to disguise how much of a goddamn mess he is in the kitchen. Um, and how he just cannot. Every, every surface he touches becomes this, like, sticky mess. Yeah. Um, but yes, she, especially too, because she takes the the drink of wine from his baby bird mouth. Uh, and she's like, oh, yes, I immediately recognize this wine. And she doesn't talk about the fact that, like, it's probably not cold and crisp anymore, but it's right. been baby bird warmed by <laughs> Christian. <laughs> and that's awful. Listen. If anyone ever tried to... <laughs> about like the sexiest celebrity I can think of and if I was offered a chance to meet them only to find out that I was going to have dinner and this is how they were going to feed me was like baby birding I would be like thank you for your time um I have anything else I could be doing right now um yeah rather than eating pre-chewed and um pre-drank wine actually thanks though you know what I take back everything because I'd probably still let Kristen Stewart do it. So you're such <laughs> not, a host, like that. May, maybe no, not the food. The food is a hard limit. <laughs> the wine, well, silly. Only with Case, she's the only woman who can pull it off. That's, That's fair. It. I feel like she could make. Christian it Grey hard. cannot. No, <laughs> do it. especially not Jamie <laughs> Dornan <fine>. twink Christian <laughs> from oh, the movie. We're gonna have to watch this happen. Oh, I'm sure. This has to be a scene they cut. This is I mean, no I would fucking hope so, but Oh god. Um so they, they do end up getting into the playroom after Anna's had three sips of warmed wine <laughs> and like a bite of food. <laughs> yeah. And Christian throughout this whole time, right, is trying to have this under the guise of seduction, as he ought to do in the playroom. But the problem is well, um, he <laughs> is, is just the most. So he's attempting to get her almost up to climax and then just stops multiple times throughout this, this sexual time. He also introduces for what I guess is the first time a vibrator. I can't believe. I can is the problem. Okay, um, well, yes. <laughs> but he's like... She hears this noise and she's like, oh, God. Um, but then she's like, Christian's like, it's a wand, baby. It vibrates. And it's like, oh, God. Okay. I think this is also the first time Christian's used a vibrator in probably a very long time, if not ever. If not ever. Because yeah. he's, he's making it seem like, oh, what is this dusty thing I found in like, the <laughs> corner of my drawer? Exactly. <laughs> what is this old thing? Ooh, it's witchcraft. And it moves. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this <laughs> <laughs> she speak um he thinks it's a baby bird is the problem um yeah <laughs> um and so christian continues to do this he keeps trying to get her close to orgasming and then just stops um and throughout all of this anna's like christian please stop christian stop um and every time he doesn't because he's trying to do this of like you, this is just like you promising one thing and then eh. so he's like trying to punish her throughout all this and so finally she 
safe words. And just fucking sobs this whole time, right? There's been so much stuff that's happened over the last week, even the past couple days, that she just, like, can't. too overstimulating, which is fair. And throughout this encounter, um, Christian will not let go of the fact that she's safe worded. And he's taking it personally. And that's the problem. Um... Because she finally, he keeps asking, like, why did you do this? I don't understand. Um, And to the point where Anna's like, you were punishing me. You can't do, I didn't do anything wrong kind of thing. Um, I'm like, that's not how, we couldn't have just talked. I don't understand. Um, Yeah. So anyways, they, it's kind of gross, um, especially because, she continues to bring up the fact that one of the reasons why she thinks she doesn't need to be kept safe is because she knows how to shoot a gun and he doesn't. Um, so I'm just glad that that continues to be put into the space there. Also, like, let's break down this fucking logic of him being like, you always disobey me and I'm just here to, like, protect you and yes. keep you safe. and It's awful. Space. Uh, yeah, it's awful, because A, controlling someone is not the same as protecting someone, and having the best interest for someone, and also, if she had followed any rule that she had given him, she would have been fucking kidnapped, alright? Like, all of his advice was wrong, and she trusted her gut, and she didn't get fucking kidnapped. Yeah, but he continues to make her feel like her instinct is not one to be trusted, which is the worst. Right. Um, which she like already believed, and it's just like him confirming this about what she thinks about herself. Exactly. Which is wrong. Um, so they finally, she finally gets some information from him about what is going on, how Jack is involved, and what are the things that he's not telling her. And some of those include the fact that she finds out officially that he's being implicated for the helicopter going down. Um, and the one thing that I wanted to touch on is how Jack Hyde got into Escala, um, in the first place, right? Because we found, we knew he was in the elevator, but why? And so one of the things Christian says is, this morning a cargo van was found in the garage here. Hyde was the driver. Yesterday he delivered some shit to that new guy who's moved in, the guy we met in the elevator. And so... Here's my question. <laughs> Noah Logan uh-huh. is back. Um, welcome back. Welcome back. My welcome back, everyone. trash son, <laughs> Noah Logan, who I can... I'm glad that I finally moved on from finding attractive. He's burning some sage right now to cleanse the DIY space that is his basement. <sighs> He's also... <laughs> eating just dry top ramen from a package Mm -hmm. and he's rolling his beanie up one time too many oh my god (laughs) um he might also be wearing weed socks oh for sure because but there's two different ones though they're not oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) oh no 
Um, <laughs> Noah. Can you tell me what the bookmarks are for Noah Logan? Because I think I know a few. Um, is is Reddit his homepage is what I'm trying to ask right oh, now. Oh, for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they finally start talking about these things. Um, Anna realizes that, like, fully to the extent that Jack Hyde wanted to kidnap her. Um, she had only known about the duct tape, but apparently in the van they found, like, a mattress and horse tranquilizer and a note for Christian being like, ooh, um, spooky shit. <laughs> and so this makes Anna kind of question the fact that she always got, like, weird vibes from him while she was working with him. But she's trying to figure out, like, was he always like this kind of thing? Um, and then the chapter ends with... <sighs> With E.L. James trying to release this information as if it's incredibly dramatic, but we have no idea why. And Mm -hmm. all Christian says is, well, I think there's a connection. I think it's Detroit. And Anna's like, yes, yes, of course. Wait, what? Like, what? Why? (laughs) Why? Um, And the chapter ends with Christian saying, Anna, I was born in Detroit. Like what? I don't. <laughs> what is this? Fucking making a murder. <laughs> like, like why is this deep? What? <laughs> yeah, for no context. Yeah. So chapter twelve starts, and Anna's like, "Now wait a second. I thought you were born here in Seattle." Because you know we've had so many conversations, the you and I. Because <laughs> we've talked three times, um, in the past like four months that we've known each other. Yeah. So, he had, he was not. Him and Elliot were adopted from Detroit. Anna's like, all right, this seems like a good time to just talk to him about before he lived at the Greys and his experiences with his mother. Um, because, sure, why not? Let's just try to get all of our conversation points out while we're having this yeah, brief moment. Yeah, one go. Let's <laughs> just get everything, um, all the basics. And so, Anna, like, will not let this part of his life go. To the point where Christian has to say, like, I don't want your pity, Anna. That part of my life is done and gone. Can we just move on? And what I got out of that situation anyways is that she's trying to bring it up in the context of, like, how he treats her now. But it does not come across that way. Mm -mm. Um, And so she's thinking a lot about what Dr. Flynn said. Um, about her just continuing to do what she always does and it will be good for Christian. And so when she says that out loud to him, he gets like super pissed off about it. Um, understandably, I guess, because he's so resistant to Dr. Flynn, but is like one of his only friends. Um, (laughs) and then they continue this conversation with him asking why she's safe for it. And he will not let it go. You are unaware of the concept or the bent, the like the use of safe words if you are so hung up yep. on it being like a personal attack. Yep. Um, and I, I found it gross and also just another example of him making her feel guilty for something that they set up as like boundaries. Right. Yeah. Like... In that moment, she did not feel safe anymore and wanted to stop. Right. So she could feel safe again. And he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not supposed Are to you saying communicate. I'm not sexy? Are you saying I'm not hot? 
And it's just, you would think, right, because he introduces that he's supposed to be, and he touts himself, right, as this, like, BDSM connoisseur. And yet, that's not what safe words are for him. No. In fact, it's more so of a, like, I trust you to stop right now. <laughs> like, and yeah. he's just getting all up in his feelings about it. Eventually, he gets to the point where he's like, well, I, I guess I am glad that you stopped because, like, I wish I was going to keep punishing you without recognizing that, like, that's awful. That's an awful thing that you just <laughs> said. Dude, what? Um, and so he, like, is not able to reconcile this idea, right, of him needing be- to control her um, and her and, like, needing her at the same time. And it just seems like, hey, that would have been really good to work out before you were married. I don't understand. But whatever. Should have done a lot of things before they were married. Should have never gotten married. Yes. Agreed. Um, Christian has a nightmare. Anna feels bad about it because there's that's their relationship. All of Christian problems are her fault. Yep. <laughs> um, he... Wants to have sex with her right after this nightmare because that's how Christian copes with emotion. Mm-hmm. And Anna's like, all right, this time, let's do this. But then he just fucking starts fucking, comes, and then is like, all right, I am done. I am satiated. Things are great. Um, yeah. While she's looking at him like, pointing neon signing like um hi what (laughs) like i don't understand um and so finally he's like ah mrs gray you have needs it's like "Mm, yeah interesting concept you're bringing up right exactly um Mm, focusing on almost as if i'm a person holy shit um can you believe no i can't (laughs) they Go to bed. And this is, so this is the second time that she's woken up now. Um, they go back to get bed. She wakes up again because Christian is fucking out in the piano area in the great room playing sad songs on there and just like wailing. (laughs) And he's like, finally, (laughs) finally, when she comes in, she's like, Christian, are you okay? And he's like, um, I don't understand why you're in here. I didn't even, I wasn't even making sound. Like, I don't. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so weird of you to check up on me. (laughs) He's just playing all by myself, like, as loud as he can. (laughs) Nobody loves me. And so finally when she comes out, she's like, Christian, what? And he's like, I don't understand why you're out here. Like, I don't, what, how did you know? (laughs) Um... So get away, I'm fine. Whatever. (laughs) Exactly. Like, she asked him what piano piece he's playing, and he... Welcome to Christian Grey. He has no chill. It's a Chopin piece called Suffocation. <laughs> and here's the thing, Cody. That line of him saying that, of what piece it is, has over 4,000 highlights on Kindle. I'm so furious <laughs> yeah. at the world we live in. <laughs> I have 4,000 4219 Yep. No. Yep. Yep, yep. No. It's pretty bad. Um I hate it. Same. So, they go back to bed and wake up again. Yeah. 
with there's a lot of sleeping there's a lot of there's so much and people just get tired with each other and they just actually fall asleep i mean listen that happens sometimes um hey and anna is continuing to think right like and she's asking herself like is she strong for both of them um, and she yeah. says, right, like, strong enough to do what I'm told and give him some peace of mind. Hey, what the fuck? It's literally so fucked up. Because she's like, hey, what if I, like, I'm, he's, uh, it's, the, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't put words to it. It's so bad. It's textbook. Where she's just. It's textbook and she like, doesn't realize it. abuse and in a cycle and and she's just like oh well I mean he's hurt like he's hurting me because of he's hurt but really the main thing is that he's hurt and I should be able as his wife and someone who loves him to take on that burden for him yeah which means you getting like actually hurt and not having trust or boundaries in your relationship yep 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 and you being taken advantage of because you think you're helping. All I can think about, right, is because he keeps mentioning to her, like, oh, you've lost weight. And I, how is that not the clearest signal to Christian of, like, she is stressed. Like, yeah, something is happening. <laughs> Anyways, they wake up. And Anna's, oh, Christian's like, mm, shall we have a better day today? <sighs> Oh my god. And yeah, Christian, maybe you can stop being a fucking asshole. For once, please. At every turn. So she asks what the plans are for today. And he says, number one, I'd love to make wife to my what? I'd love to <laughs> Yeah, I no, actually I would love to make wife. Um I'd like to make wife to my love. <laughs> that is what we in showbiz call sex. Um <clears throat> And so he's like, number one, make wife. Two, <laughs> make my wife. My, wi- my wife will make me breakfast. And then two, <laughs> my wife will take me to Aspen. And she's like, wait, hold on. What? <laughs> you had me until the last part. Um, so they do that. They go to SeaTac and he surprises her with all of her two friends there as well. Conveniently yeah. enough, those two friends are also his siblings, so it works out. Um, and so they try to get onto this plane. Kate wants a talk shop in her journalist self, um, whereas Christian is like, like, listen, Kate, it's all off the record, and I don't want to talk about it anyways. Um, I just want to talk about it as much as I can, but, like, let's not talk about it. Um, and Anna cannot stop focusing on this, like, Natalia girl who works on the plane. And she only says it's because she's, like, a brunette or something. Anyways. Um, the, keep talking about this, whatever. Um, apparently we find out that Anna doesn't like takeoffs and landings, which when would we have known that? Um, so they keep talking shop on here. Elliot drags Christian by saying like, you have nothing to say. You married your first girlfriend. Um, and then the chapter ends with Natalia like coming in to the space while they're talking shop being like coffee. And that's where it ends. 
Great. So thank you, chapter 11 and 12, for being awful as usual. Um, next week we have chapters 13 and 14, where hopefully we'll get some adventure time in Aspen for that. Ooh. I know. Um, so we have two fantastic patrons that we want to thank today. Yeah, yeah. This is the 100th episode. It's so much. And so I would love to thank Shannon Clearwater. Of course. And I think that it's, like, for real, though. Like, we joke about all of you and shit. Um, but, like, thanks for your support. <laughs> um, yeah. So I we appreciate that. Thanks for encouraging us to keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Katie Weber. Who is also all of those things, plus this meme that we got sent that said, don't be a Nosferatu, be a Yesferatu. It's just so good. It's just so important to me. I still stand by what I said. (laughs) That cursed sentence you said? (laughs) (laughs) That? Listen. Do you want to repeat it for the (laughs) the people at home? I mean, Nosferatu could get it, you know? It's just, it's just it's lacking in the very important inflection that you get. Nosferatu so, can get it! <laughs> there, I screamed it in my apartment. Are you happy? Everyone's ears just fall out. <laughs> um, now I've said his name twice. If I say it again, he's gonna appear, Cody. I can't. <laughs> he's coming. I don't, uh, nope, I don't know that I want that. Um, yes, Ferratu, baby. <sighs> Leave it in your pants for all two. Um, so we got a fan fiction um, that we talked yeah. about last week um, where our lovely emailer, Lorik, talked about this series called Luminosity and Radiance. Um, and I thought that I would pull a little excerpt from you or for you from that. Um, it's one of the short stories on there that they titled Esme. And... If you remember from this black and white or black and white and red website from last time, um, this is written by Alicorn. So I thought I would give you a little excerpt of it. Great. Great. Esme didn't even like climbing trees, which was why it was so absurd. Well, as absurd as a broken leg could be. It would have been made more sense to have heard herself falling down the stairs or being kicked by a horse, but out of a tree? She'd been fetching down Mrs. Chester's cat, or trying. Mrs. Chester had a bad knee and couldn't even get up the ladder, so she held it for Esme, and Esme had gone up, and then the blasted cat had hopped up on another branch too high to reach from the ladder, and Esme had climbed into the tree, and then it collapsed under her, an absurd way for a 16-year-old girl to injure her leg. She would have been more upset about it if the doctor hadn't been so handsome. Esme hadn't met Dr. Cullen before. She was only at his office instead of Dr. Brown's because Dr. Brown was away visiting his mother. So Esme's parents had taken all her way to Columbus. And Dr. Cullen looked like a god, not like the god, who she couldn't help but imagine as old and bearded and not particularly attractive, but a god like Jove, who her father occasionally swore by to avoid taking the Lord's name in vain. Or Apollo, shining and perfect and unreal. Esme knew it was ridiculous to read anything into the kind look in his eyes or the gentle way he touched her when he set her broken bone. He was a doctor, 
Doctors helped people and had to be good at soothing patients and hurting them as little as possible. He was just a good doctor. That was all. But her heart fluttered under her ribs, and she did stare, hoping he wouldn't notice. End scene. Wow. You ever just ship the OGs? You know? <laughs> just some purity? Just <laughs> just a little bit? Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the nostalgia? Just, sure. Yes. It's just good to have. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this for the hundredth time, but <sighs> as we Jesus. say in Seattle... Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh! This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as Into the Twilight.show. You can send us an email at Into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at Into the Twilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at Your Ghost Toast 44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss, you can find at Eli Sauerkraus and Krausfilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, who you can find at kb underscore underscore smith on twitter you can find ali on twitter at into wild places and you can find me at dyke discourse you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone